got him now, Sky Racing's Anthony Collins. Anthony, mate, how are you and whereabouts are you today? G'day, Toby. Mate, uh, I'm currently sitting up on top of a place called Cunningham's Gap, which is the crossing of the Great Dividing Range. And, mate, you wouldn't believe it, I'm on the way to Albion Park Greyhounds to broadcast a meeting there today, obviously, for Sky. And I've come across four lots of road work. I thought that I'd be about 20 minutes in advance of where I am at the minute, mate. And there's a black spot um, that's about 50 metres behind me and about 30 metres in front of me. But anyway, we've got we've got the little bit of reception we require, mate. But uh, we couldn't be here for a little bit of time. But, uh, yeah, the joys of the travelling race caller. Uh, all good, mate. Uh, so, you fought, so you basically, you're on the way to Albion Park. It might be grey hands, but you fall back the fence and you're bolting is what you're telling us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, fall back the fence and bowling. Well, t- tell us, you, you, you're a tri-code call, you call all three, but is harness racing your number one love? And if so, when did that start and what was your introduction to harness racing? Oh, mate, it, it, it has to be the number one love uh, by far and away. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the introduction to it was uh, at the local ag show. Um, which really highlights the importance of showcasing harness racing out into the country areas. And um, up here in Queensland, we don't have the luxury of um, the the multitude of tracks that you guys have uh, down in Victoria. Um, we've got three. We had a lot, uh, but it was a um, uh, it was a decision made poorly decades ago now to uh, contract the industry into the metropolitan areas, and that's had a a really big flow and effect. But uh, but before that, um, before that happened, mate, we had um, all the little agricultural shows, and I remember sitting there with my mum uh, back when I was maybe eight or somewhere around that sort of thing, and I, I yeah. saw the um, these trotters going around the uh, the show on the Friday night, and I thought, how good would that be? And I, I did have an interest in racing. My father owned racehorses, and his mum had greyhounds, so the racing blood was there. But uh, I didn't know anything about this harness racing caper until I uh, until I saw him at the show at a very early age, and from then on in, mate, I was hooked. So then, at some point, so I'm just trying to do some maths quickly. 18 years ago, so you're about 19 years of age, and you start training a few horses, Regal Drum being one, and we'll get to the next little star in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you have done your research, haven't you, Regal Drum? He was my first tab winner back on um, uh, back in about two thousand and five. So, so that, yeah, that would have been about right. Um, I, uh, I sort of you know gone through the mini trotters leading up to uh, to obtaining my license to to train and drive the paces. Uh, I got my first winner with him on uh, New Year's Day two thousand and five at a little track called Rockley, which was um, yeah. uh, in existence for a long period. Made it five hundred and forty five metres around Rockley. I didn't drive yeah. him that day. A mate of mine drove him. He came off the back mark. I think I might have been out on suspension. Um, and he came off the back mark, circled the field, went to the breeze, and proved too good for him. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're good. They're good memories, mate. And I, I think he won at the Gold Coast. I drove him that day. Um, yep. He won in 157.7 back in uh, 2005, which was very quick um, for, th- for that sort of era up here. And, um, uh, yeah, he, he went he went really nice. So, yeah, progressed from the mini trotters to the to the paces and um, had a little bit of time off with the uh, the paces as well over the years um, when work sort of got in the way a little bit. But, uh, yeah, back into them now. You, you've jumped across Melton Luciel or Luciel, you'll know how to say it now, 
You might be familiar, the dam was a mare called Lucy Tane, but she was by a stallion called Broadcaster B. Now, it was all set for you, wasn't it, really? And no doubt George <laughs> Michael had a little bit to do with this too, and a horse that mightn't quite be of leap to fame or blacks of fakes nature, but he won nine races for you, eight of them at that little track, Rock Lee. Yeah, he did. Um, he... Uh... And he was very well related, that horse. He's actually still in my paddock. Um, he'd be, what, 20, 23, 24? Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah, he's, he's still down the back paddock. He was, um, he was a full brother to a horse called Melvin Lucienne. And uh, he won a heat of the, uh, the Inter-Dominion in Christchurch. Um, mm. But I, I've never thought about that, that um, Lucitane was my broadcaster. I, I like your analogy there, mate. But, uh, yeah, no, he was, he was good. He... Um, he, he still holds a 2,500-metre track record at Rockley, obviously never to be broken. Um, and that was, I think, his last last race win. Um, but he, he was he was good. He was a two-win horse when he came to me, and um, he went right through to, uh, to free-for-all grade. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun with him. And he won one at Albion Park as well. He did. Around this time of year, it was Valentine's Day. Uh, was, 2000, yeah. 2005, 2006, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, how about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, so he was, he was my first, um, first Albion Park winner. Yeah. And as you say, like, as I say, he's no leap to fame, but he's still in the paddock at home. So he's obviously a very special horse to you. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still in pretty good shape, Touchwood for an alpha. And he's, uh, he's got an old paddock companion there called, uh, Tarita Skipper, which we raced, uh, with a little bit of success as well. But, um, uh, yeah, those older horses, mate, that have been been good to you. Um, yeah, you can always sort of find a bit of bit of room in the spare paddock for that. They're inside the trotting track, so there's plenty of room for them. Plenty of grass now. So a couple of years ago, and you you have alluded to it earlier, things change and you free up some time, do you? And you get a few horses back in work again, and the success last year, four winners last year, but this year you're absolutely flying. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, we we had uh, it sort of almost happened by mistake. I started the collection starts off with one every time, doesn't it? I yeah. um, I had a mate that was um, that was keen on uh, on getting a horse, and um, I had another bloke that wanted to come to home and, and train his horse, and uh, you know he never had anywhere to do it. And I said, yeah, right, I, yeah, we'll get the track organised and that. And anyway, work got in the in the way of him, and um, uh, I think it lasted uh, two or three weeks, and. Well, I went and got this horse, and then another one came, and um, the horse that I bought was uh, May win a jug or two, and uh, we didn't, um, we sort of didn't, I couldn't get him going. A mate of mine, Dale March, who does all of my driving, he yeah. uh, he really liked the horse, so we, we ended up sending him to Dale, and you wouldn't believe it, we, we did a few tests with the, the vet and such, um, with, you know, lameness tests and all that sort of thing, that something wasn't quite sitting right. We couldn't find it. I sent him out to Dale's. And uh, the next day, a foot abscess broken out. So it was a deep-seated one that was there for probably six or eight weeks that we just could not bind or move, and yeah. uh, it broke out. Anyway, Dale's one foot with him, so uh, so that so that's good. But um, uh, yeah, last year was um, it was a little bit of a slow sort of start, but um, we had a couple of successes there with uh, uh, with a mare by the name of Melton Christmas Girl. She was good. And uh, who else did we win with? We won with uh, London Lady. And yep. uh, another mare called Villani Magic. So um, uh, yeah, they were the they were the four last year. Uh, the, the little team we've got, we've increased them to five, and they're sort of uh, 
sort of going all right. They are. You're not commentating at Redcliffe tomorrow night? No, no, no. But my last winner, I got to call him. Yeah. Well, how does that feel? There's a race where Blue Eagle won a Victoria Derby that Brian Markovic called so brilliantly. Yeah. How does it feel to call a winner when you're training the horse? Well, yeah, it's pretty exciting. You've, you've got to hold, you got to hold your composure. But the other thing that happens too, you can get a lump in your throat as well. But because um, <laughs> uh, they're, they're your babies, your kids. And uh, the first one that we um, that, I, that I got to call was London Lady, and she won by a pimple. Uh, and I, I thought, I thought she, she got there. It was the first start for was that Radcliffe. It was um, about April, April May last year. And uh, anyway, she, yeah, she won by people. I wasn't wasn't sure that we got there, but I, I had a little bit of an idea. And when the number came up, that was good. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we've I've called I called three. I think I called her. I called Milton Christmas Girl, and I've called um, uh, certainly called it in the other day at Marburg, and that was good because he he got out and and he he'd had about fifteen or sixteen starts for us, and um, he was just knocking on the door, knocking on the door, trying to win a race. And then when he did, it was uh, it was really good for him because he, he he was just just got that little bit of confidence and you could see it and just um, you were happy for the horse more than anything you know it was good. Yeah. So when you have horses in and you're race calling, do you get down in between races or do you have someone look after them completely for the night? I uh, I tend to go down in between races. Yeah. Um, Dale's yeah. dad uh, Richard is a trainer as well, so um, we've got. Between us, we can take seven to the to the races, and um, uh, he generally takes four on his plate. I take three on mine. Uh, his dad comes as well, and uh, yeah, we're sort of sort of short of, of somebody to be able to sort of call upon to say, "Hey, listen, can you can you help us gear up, or um, uh, can you take this one to the swap box?" We just want like the sort of better. And, uh, yeah, I, I tend to to try to get down as much as I can, but it, it can't very busy um, when, when you're trying to do that because there's many trotters in between the races as well and um, yeah. uh, those times when, you, when you've got your shorter gaps yeah that, that, that really tests us but um, uh, yeah we can rely on Richard a fair bit which is great So three tomorrow night who's your best chance? you got London Lady Bulldog Brawler who's a horse from Mildura and certainly calling it in, who I think is really well-named for you to be training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's a good story about, uh, about his name that I can't go into, but uh, uh, when, when he retires, I'll be able to allude what it, how he's actually named. But uh, the, way right. owned, yeah, it's, uh, the way that owned him pulls off of his horse is certainly something. So um, he's well-related, that horse. He's very closely related to Sissy's Double, which was a really good mare back uh, the, around 2010, 2012 sort of era. Um, or might have been a bit of a He's really well bred, but he, he's an awesome horse, that bloke. He had five starts in 15 days for me, and um, I just had to really get into him with the racing to get him, get him fed. He's a roly-poly little horse, and um, yeah. He uh, he recorded his last mile there on last Friday at Albion Park in one fifty four nine, and um, he's flying at the minute. Now, I just think with any run, he's probably the best of them. Um, if he can if he can get up near him as they get to the four hundred, and he's in striking distance, he's got a really nice turn for the last probably furlong. So, 
Um, yeah, I think him the best. I'd like to think the other two can do something for us too. Um, yeah, they're both racing well, but uh, Bulldog Brawl is really. Um, uh, he's he, he's going good. He won the other day at uh, Redcliffe by, by a nice margin. There's, actually, it's a good story with him. Young guys that are all first-time owners in him. And um, it's a really good thing for us racing, getting those young guys involved. And yeah. they're, um, they're pretty active on their social media account. You get a lot of exposure out of it, which is great, which is what we uh, what we need, mate. But, um, yeah, he, he, he goes nice. It's just a tricky little game for him. Uh, and London Lovey, if um, if he can put up point of leadership behind party changer, it's just um, probably a little bit of a question as to how far party changer will actually get us into the race. But if she's close enough on the home turn, she'll run us a good race too. So, um, but I think certainly falling in probably the best of them. Yeah. Race ten, number nine, that is for people uh, playing along at home, and I'll give that a good mention tomorrow too. And Villani Magic, mate. A horse we know down here, she raced down here for some time. She just about hasn't run a bad race for you, has she? She's just so consistent. She's got that bit of gate speed and she goes to Albion Park Saturday night and you just be hopeful that she could pick one of these mares races off. That would be a real thrill. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, I think I think she's well placed in those um, what we call the qualify, uh, quali- no, the B qualifier. Um, mm. She, uh, 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 which um, in recess over January, um, she was racing. She was racing all throughout December, and I said to Jeff, who owns her as well, I said to him, um, mate, I don't have to call Toowoomba of a Saturday night uh, uh, for a month, so I'm going to take the mare into Albion. She's racing well enough, and um, if we can, uh, if we can earn a bit of money for her, that's good. And if she can, if she can win one, well, that's that's great. But um, she's finished in the top four in each each one of those runs. So she's got phenomenal she just absolutely flies off the arm. That's right. She was down in Victoria for a period of time. She came from um, from down there up to Donnie Smith, and Donnie gave her half a dozen runs, put her on the market. Um, took a little while to, to try to figure out how to train her, but um, I've got a very, very unorthodox way of training these horses. Um, it, it's I mean, Basically, we don't drive them. Um, they, they, they can't up on the side of the ute. Um, nearly every day of the week, followed by a really good swim, and um, it's it's so refreshing for them. All these horses that are used to being locked up in little barns and boxes, work track every day. They um they can they can get a bit refreshed from it. And um, I tried that with her, and it didn't work. And uh, I um I had to go back to doing something totally different, and um back to and I really old training method that I had years ago that um. Uh, yeah, I, I put her in the dig a couple of times a week and, and give her um, give her more sort of long work than, than fast work, and um, uh, she gets she gets swum on a, on a couple of days a week and uh, she's really developed and um, and got this really good gait speed. So I think I think she's drawn close enough to be able to get on the front end again on Saturday night and uh, and run us a good race. This works. This week's work has been probably better than the last sort of few weeks. So uh, yeah, I, I'm really happy with her. Well, best of luck with her, Anthony, and uh, thanks to Sky Racing for you joining us today. Uh, yeah, best of luck with all four of your runners and the calling today at Albion Park, mate, and thanks for joining us on Trots Life. I got another little one for your black book, mate. Put yep, Lincoln quickly. Heart in your black book. Put Lincoln Hart in your black book. Lincoln Hart, it's in. We're, gonna, we're about to crash into the 1 o'clock news, mate. Have a great day. We'll catch up soon. 
Thanks, Ranger. Good on you, mate.